0: Groceries, stationeries and toiletries. Thank you, ShopRite. Help ShopRite make a difference. Make a nomination on 083 913 9000. ShopRite Community Network. Making a big change in all communities, every day. My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. The voice of the Cape. Asalaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Welcome to a very long awaited series of programs on the trauma of divorce and discussing the topic of divorce. For the next four weeks, Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 12 pm until 1 pm, I'll be unpacking the issue of divorce. And today, though, our focus specifically for today and tomorrow is going to be the fiqh of divorce. In studio with me, as always, is Sheikh Fadil Imandin from the MJC's Department of Social Welfare. Sheikh, Asalaamu and Shukran for your time.
1: Wa alaikum, as wa rahmatullahi wa Alhamdulillah. Afwan. No problem, inshaAllah.
0: Shikran, Sheikh. It's uh, always, uh, you know, we always, first of all, welcome the SMSs. Any comments, any questions, mm. 47913. That's 47913. We'll gladly read them out as we go through. And uh, we started extra early today, Sheikh, because this is a hot topic, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sheikh, uh, let's get right into it. The topic and the importance of, of divorce from an Islamic standpoint, um, how do we see divorce?
1: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim, Rahim Alhamdulillah, in wa Nassalli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'in. Allahumma Rabbi sharakhli sadri wa yassir amri wa hlulu uqadatan bil lisani afqawqawli wa ba'da salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. All praise and thanks is due to Allah and may the peace and blessings be bestowed upon our beloved Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his friends, his companions and all those who follow him in righteousness. Amen, thumma amen. The reason Jamaatul Muslimin we are encouraged and this is not digressing from the topic at hand, but we are encouraged to always remember Allah in whatever we do. We are always encouraged to be Muslims first and foremost before anything and everything we want to do. Mm-hmm. We are reminded that we are Muslims who submit to the will of Allah and we are governed by the Quran and the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Sallallahu wasallam. Yeah. Yes, when we come to the topics of marriage, divorce, and whatever is included under the barb of nikah, you know, we understand that this is a topic that is governed by Allah, but it is also governed by our emotions. Mm. But we are reminded that, too, you know, even through our emotions, we must remember Allah because in this remembrance of Allah, Allah Ta'ala will remember us during our times of hardship. Coming to the topic of Islamic standpoint on divorce, we need to look at the standpoint of marriage first and foremost. In Islam, marriage is a sunnah mu'aqada. It is something that is strongly encouraged upon each and every one of us who is able to perform this nikah. And when we say that is able to perform nikah, it is not just the saying of قَبِلْتُ نِكَاحَ عَالِ Nafsi بِذَلِكِ Believe you me, brothers and sisters in Islam, that is the easiest part of marriage. Saying those words, قَبِلْتُ نِكَاحَ عَالِ Nafsi بِذَلِكِ What comes after that, it is what is difficult in life. Because now you find two people coming from different walks of life, whether it is Cinderella and Prince Charming, they come from different walks of life and they're coming together to make one unit, to be one for the benefit of each other and the benefit of the of, of the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa mm-hmm. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the benefit of the Deen of Islam for themselves and for the pleasure of Allah. So marriage is sacred and with all its sacredness is a civil contract which Islam recognizes and can be subjected to any reasonable and lawful stipulations. Talak in Islam is seen as a preventative measure against breach of promise, a means of protecting the weaker sex from continuous ill-treatment. Now here we need to understand from the beginning, Jama'atul Muslimin, prior to the Deen of Islam and in any other religion, divorce can be uttered numerous times with absolutely no consequences at all. Even before the advent of Islam, before the coming of Nabi Muhammad, see, and the, the, the kalam of Allah, the Holy Quran, a man could issue his wife with hundreds of talaqs. And during the Idda period, after issuing the 110th talaq, he could take his wife back and then abuse and misuse her in whatever way he wishes to do. And then thereafter, issue talaq again if he's tired of her. And this could go on until the day of Qiyamah. So the Quran came about and says, no man, this abuse cannot go on. Mm. So the Dean of Islam came and it and it, 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 brought divorce into a a a, a a perspective that can be governed not by your law not by my law not by any other law but the law of Allah Jalla Jalalu so Allah, Allah Ta'ala gives us this advent of talaq because we find in any situation two people come together and we understand that people marriage mostly is based on lust mm. not on love you know you, you, you think that you love the person that you are going to marry. You think that the person that you are going to marry is the most perfect of human beings. You think that the person you are going to marry is the person that you are going to spend the rest of your mm. life with. You see this person and you already picture that white picket fence, three, four, five children. If you're imam, then you're looking at 14, 15 children <laughs> already before the time. But you have this picture and idea of what your marriage is going to be beforehand already, before mm. the day of the nikah. So there's an expectation. So there's an expectation that we have. But with every expectation, you know, sometimes we are disappointed mm. in our expectations. Not for reasons being that we are not We're not a good person, that we don't have a good husband, we don't have a good wife. But because two parties that come together, they just don't gel. They Mm -hmm. just don't make it. And this is not only in marriage. You find it happening in business. You find it happening in in friendships. You find it happening in, in any form of relationship. Two people that come together, we have lifelong friends. You know why do we have this attachment to a friend that we hold on to onto and mm. we, you know, we can speak to and we have until our old age? Alhamdulillah, is because there's a connection. But mm. there are other friends that came in and, and left and us. Left, yes. Why? Because the relationship didn't work. Now Islam understands this: that you you try to make something work, but it does not work. But marriage is somewhat different to friendship is because a friend you speak to today, you see him after two, three weeks. Your wife, your husband, you see him today, you see him this afternoon, <laughs> you see him tonight, and you're a of him. You know, but this is the understanding of marriage, and this is the concept mm-hmm. of marriage. Two people coming together for the sake and the purpose of the deen of Islam, but with the understanding that, you know, they can come uh, misuse of marriage, they can come disappointment, and they can just come an unhappy marriage. In turn... And which will be become a benefit rather than a benefit to either of the parties that is contracted in the marriage. Mm. Therefore, it is the natural law and order that couples are when dissatisfied with and find dissatisfaction with one another that they should separate from each other because they are not a benefit for one another and bring an end to the marital contract. For the welfare of not only themselves, but the welfare of the children and the community at large. Mm. So Islam recognizes the necessity of divorce in cases when marital relations are not uh, poisoned to a degree which makes you hate the person that you are living to. And that is a strong word to use. Mm. But that is where it comes to when you can't live with somebody that you supposedly love. That it brings you to a point of hate. You cannot live peacefully. You cannot. You are miserable all the time. You sometimes don't understand where your mood is coming from. When you go to work, you are happ- happier outside of the of the house than what you are inside. You go to work and you're this jolly person, and driving home already, than angry, lapper, di because of the situation that you are returning to. But these frustrations are all causes for 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 a person wanting to seek a talak. But Islam, while giving the permission of talaq Mm. and divorce, whatever it may be, whether it it may be by talaq or by fasah, it gives us ground rules that we need to follow. And we need to realize that the bonds of marriage, although we have entered into it being a sunnah mu'aqada, one that is is strongly advised to, once we have taken the bond, once the words of the the acceptance have been taken from both parties that we are going to join in this union and the purpose for Allah, that now the rules come into play that Allah Ta'ala governs our marriage. And now you cannot, it is not an institution that you can hop in and hop out as you wish. That you can opt in and opt out as you wish. Today we want to marry this person because we feel that we are so in love with this person. And tomorrow you find out, the asalam. you know the GHD is broken and the Arazim Now we want to opt out of the marriage. No, that is not what Islam speaks about. Allah Ta'ala says in a very important and a very beautiful verse that every married person must uh, come to memorize if not the Arabic, the English or the meaning thereof is where Allah Ta'ala speaks about in Surah An-Nisa the first surah of the Holy Qur'an verse 19 If you dislike them it may be that which you dislike is a thing that Allah Ta'ala brings through it a great deal of goodness. And this is something Jamaatul Muslimin that sometimes prevalent in marriages. Sometimes you look at your husband or your wife and there's one thing that you don't like about him. Mm. One mm. thing. And you harp on this one thing that you don't like about mm. it. And you look at everything other than this one thing. You don't see the good in that person. You only see this one thing. Now for example, we take it for, and and this is a, a, a grave example, but something that we, you know, we don't speak of just off the cuff, but it's something that is prevalent. You know, you find in a marriage that one is always somehow in, 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 in the level of Iman and Islam is somehow higher than the other one. So now we begin to judge one another. The wife is maybe and usually, you know, the wife is making salah and she's, you know, she's consistent with the salah and she's sincere in the salah. But iman is a bit in Allah, takhub salah. So now there's one thing you look at Instead of making dua that is, you know, Allah guide this person Mm. to come to make salah with me, to to come and, you know, I, I love this person for the sake of Allah and what I want for myself. You know, I want Jannah for myself, so I want it for my husband or my wife, either way. So, But now we harp on this one Now we neglect to see that he is a good father We neglect to see that He is a person who who provides Alhamdulillah, he is a person of good character He does not abuse me He does not uh, You know, he is not a humanizer He is not abusing drugs But it is one thing that I don't like about him Now instead of that one thing Jamaatul Muslimin, we need to look at the other things But not forget the one thing You know, a reminder is good for a believer Mm. That is why the Adhan, although Salah is the most important thing To a Muslim The adhan goes off five times a day Why? To remind that is, is salah <laughs> So no, we need to remind one another You know, you are a Muslim And I believe you believe in Allah And you know, you are a good person But you need to make salah Maybe the reason why you are In that person's life Is to remind them about salah is to to encourage them to become the ultimate Muslim, the best Muslim, and the closest Muslim. Or maybe you know the Frau she can't the acne can but she can't perfect acne because you love acne so much. And now you up on this one point. She can't acne She So this one food that we dislike, and we and we lose focus of all the other delicacies and nice foods that your wife can make for you so this is this is how we need to look at marriage before the advent of yes we're speaking about the, the standpoint of divorce but these are all things that that reaches today inshallah
0: Shikran Shikha, a beautiful introduction there Alhamdulillah reminding us the importance of marriage and uh, most of all that Allah asks of us for patience, as well uh for within sure. the marriage for for the various uh, challenges that we are facing because at the end of the day we have we grew up in a particular household our husbands or wives grew up in a particular household and the values are never the same the beliefs are never the same for sure and you are bringing that together into one unit. So imagine the challenges that you face. (laughs) Maybe you don't screw on the
1: toothpaste (laughs) (laughs) properly.
0: (laughs) Nonetheless, we are speaking today about a divorce, especially about the fic of divorce. It's the first program in a series of programs that we're going to be looking at in this issue. So you're welcome to SMS us on 47913. That's 47913 and we'll read them out uh, as we go along inshallah. For now let's take a break. We'll be back after this. 1223 on Voice of the Cape. I'm your host Mishka Kadaris. For these for a few series of programs, uh, hopefully four weeks, <laughs> if not it will be more, we are discussing divorce and especially the issue of divorce being thick of divorce today and tomorrow and then next week we'll deal into or go into with uh, some of our counsellors as to the considerations of uh, whether I should divorce or whether I shouldn't divorce and looking at your mental state, looking at the emotional state of the marriage as well so that we, inshallah, that at the end of the day we learn to um, I would say appreciate the sacredness of marriage. Joining me in studio is Sheikh Fadil Imandin who is from the MJC's Department of Social Welfare and any questions you may have, send them to 47913. So Sheikh, before the break we were looking at the Islamic standpoint of divorce. Um, am I correct Sheikh to say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at divorce as one of those acts that are allowed but not liked um, at all?
1: That is what we were were getting at, uh, you know, that even though the and this is every every person knows this and everyone that comes and see us at the Muslim Judicial Council understands that, you know, at the time of Talaq, the Arsh of Allah shakes and some people use that as an excuse not to issue Talaq, you know, because they don't want to be the cause of Allah Ta'ala's Arsh. Uh, being sh- sh- uh, shaken at mm. that time But what we understand is that Yes Allah Ta'ala dislikes that action One act But what leads up to that You know Allah is saying in the Quran That if you are not able to live together In harmony and peace And be a benefit for one another Then you should part because, In harmony and peace And be one another Like we were saying again You know Patience is very important in marriage you know, mm-hmm. to be patient and yeah, if from the ayah that we have read just before the break. Patience comes into there because now something that you dislike comes into play. So you can't just say, you know, that one thing I don't like, so I give up, I throw in the towel. You need to bear it out. In one, uh, one, one, I've heard from Malna Daud May Allah Ta'ala always protect him. I mean, You know, he says that a person comes from khutbah and uh, he says to the wife, you know, Allah Ta'ala, the, the khutbah today was about two people who will always be in Jannah. A person who forgives and a person who... Who, who has sabr, you know, and mm. and the wife says, you know, Allah Akbar. I, uh, that means I'm a person of jannah because I'm sabr. It's <laughs> <yaw." laughs> Na alhamdulillah But this is things that we need to, you know, Ibn mm. Abbas radiallahu an. He commented and he said that the husband may feel or the wife may feel compassion towards his wife or her husband and Allah gives him a child with her and Allah carries tremendous goodness with that person because of not just looking at the likes or or the dislikes of that person or the negativities but looking at the good part Mm -hmm. in the hadith of Rasul it is mentioned Mm -hmm. that no believing man should hate his believing wife and this is vice versa as well no believing woman should hate his believing her believing us If he or she dislikes a part of their conduct He would surely like another So if there's something that you dislike from your wife rather focus on something that you like before Talak is something that is the last and ultimate last and final resort that any person goes towards that so is not something that just comes in you you, you dislike something now okay the, 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 the what i need to do now is i need to issue talak. that is not the the, the basis that talak is there for us to use for
0: so sheikh in your experience um, as the head of the department of social welfare at the mjc do you find that the current generation doesn't necessarily have that patience that our forefathers had when it comes to marriage. So something, for, for example, you know, they, they're still in the honeymoon period, if I could use that example, and uh, the husband is now just throwing his underwear in the corner in the bedroom or something, and next now the wife the is saying, <laughs> <laughs> next the, and the wife is saying, you know what, I am I don't like this, and You know, I wanted that luck.
1: Yeah, patience again comes into play and expectations of one another. Today we're expecting too much. I don't think, I can't say for the time I'm very young still, (laughs) alhamdulillah. But the expectations wasn't so high those years. You know, the the understanding of what we need to do and the concept of taking an oath in the court of Allah was fearful in the hearts of our forefathers. Alhamdulillah. Today, you know, we are a generation of Mufti Google and Imam Facebook and all these things. Mm. So we want an answer. We go to internet you know we're looking for an answer and we, we we want to find it at the push of a button mm. and this is the same this is the same expectations that we have on our spouses that once we enter into a marriage that whole concept of the picket fence and the rose garden and the three mm. four children that we have this is something that the expectation is there not understanding that you know we cannot control our lives we cannot control our marriages we cannot control what is going to happen so we have this high expectation of our spouses mm. You know, and if he doesn't or she doesn't meet that expectation, then immediately we want out of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Not understanding, like you have said beautifully, that we come from different homes, we have experienced marriage differently, because every marriage is different from one another. So you experience marriage differently from one another, from the household that you come from, and now you come together. So now the husband is expecting that his wife is going to treat him the way... His mother treated her father. And the wife is coming into the marriage expecting that her husband is going to treat. Uh, the way her father had treated her mother But this is not necessarily a good thing uh. Because we are building a new home On a new foundation So it is new brick walls With new cupboards, new furniture Everything, Everything. is new mm. It is not going to be the same mm. Those are the drawing plans That were set in place for us That we need to use But we're not going to build our homes Exactly the way that they have built theirs
0: I, I liked in, in our previous programs When we spoke especially about The Idda and Rueda, I think um, mentioned Rueda. Ali, one of the counsellors of the MJC um, was also saying that we should also look within ourselves because many a times what we don't do is we blame the next person mm-hmm. um, whether it's the husband or the wife or whoever but we're not looking within what are we doing. So for example um, my husband's not being romantic enough but mm-hmm. what are you as the wife doing mm-hmm. to be as romantic and vice versa so that becomes a big argument and you know we, we kind of like just want to throw in the towel after that.
1: Yeah for sure that is that is 100% correct is you 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 know, even when you look at, you know, one of the most important aspects of marriage is understanding marriage. Before we get married, going to a class where you can learn and be given the tools to not have a perfect marriage because there's no such thing as a perfect marriage. But a marriage that you can handle because you have the tools to handle it. So, you know, even in that when we go to marriage classes so I'm going to sit in a marriage class now and I want to hear from this imam or this lecturer whoever is giving the class what is my wife's responsibility and duty towards me because that's all I'm interested in mm. it, what is what is my spouse's responsibility okay she must do this she must do that she must do this but instead of going there and understanding what is my responsibility in my marriage? What is the role I play in my marriage? If I play my role correctly, then my spouse is going to play her role or his role correctly. Yeah. And now we will be able to move forward. And now, you know, and again, that expectations of what happened in my house and my... But we must understand when we go to a marriage class, we look for the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa how he worked his life. Because that plays an important role at the very beginning of the program. We spoke about, you know, our, our, our belief system and knowing that we are governed by Allah. And that is going to protect us in our marriage. That is going to see us through in our marriage. Mm. If a husband has a problem with, with his wife, you know, you don't want to go through a hadith and Quran, ayat. In, but we need to know, okay, this, there was a problem like this in the time of Rasulullah. Yes. This is how he dealt with it. Yes. There was a problem. And Rasulullah was a man. He had problems with his wives. You know, they weren't, he didn't have, he himself didn't have the perfect of marriage. But they mm. knew how to deal with one another. And that is something that we need to understand, you know, we're not in our mother's house anymore we're not in our father's house anymore we're building a new house so that expectations of one another just for a quick story inshallah you know we, we always try to, to to give this story so that it impacts on, on the other people mm. so this, this wife she, uh, she makes food for her husband every day and without fail the husband comes home after eating the food he will tell his wife you know you money. And this is something that the maskin biphony for once they can't Mark So this lady, you know, A bought that person while she's making food and every t- day she tries her best to please her husband yes. with the food is concerned. And she sweats and she you know, she's making food and as she makes food she makes to ayala, let this be the best pot of food my husband. So while she's making the food, the uh, Adan goes off for for Maghrib or or whatever, and she goes and she makes Salah she knows Allah comes first. Even though she's trying to make the best food, Allah comes first. And as she's making a salah, she makes a sunnah salah, she makes du'a, she comes back to the pot of food. The salah and the pot of food that burnt. Ooh. So now she's telling herself, you know, my husband complains every night about my food. So fanankan isuma inke lekker complain man. Iko naku kosha burnt. So she comes and she is the food for him and he eats and he takes the first bite of his food and he jumps up from the table and says, Ya salam. No this will make <laughs> you know. <laughs> so she comes to understand, you know, by putting Allah first that say Mat yako Barad. So that is oh, how no you So this is what we need, you know, the expectations again. And this is often what drives us to talaq. Mm. We have that high expectation of our spouses. We don't see them through the eyes of somebody who loves them, but we have this, we see them through the eyes of somebody who sees them as a responsibility, who sees them as a duty that you have towards them and that they have, they have towards you. you. But mm. that is not what marriage is based on.
0: I think, uh, Sheikh, let's move on to the SMSs. You're welcome to send them to 47913. This uh, one, I think only part two of this one came out. So from one Nine. thank you for the sMS um, i'm going to try hopefully we'll make sense of part sala, two Sheikh. It says um, probably i've spoken to everyone at length, but have nothing they 've got nothing to say to me. Uh, he only speaks when he needs something i've been patient for nineteen years and i can't anymore so it seems like from a wife saying that you know
1: yeah again, when we speak and, 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 and someone may be wanting to have a talaq issued or go through a divorce because, you know, at this moment in time we can't anymore. But your talaq isn't an issue. Here fasakh isn't an issue. Here the reasons and the grounds for the marriage. Here we need to look at the last 19 years what had gone wrong. Mm. You know, there's a cause for us being where we were right mm. now. There's something that happened that brought us to the space that we are right now. Two people that come together for the sake of Allah and wanting to benefit one another. They understand that they are one another's friends. They are one another's companions. They are one another's partners they're one another's comrades they try to build one another but now you find that people they they must that you know this husband and wife concept this is the most important link in everything that we do right. even if you if you Allah grants you children in your marriage uh, you know now you, you you are given an extra title as a father and a mother, mm. but that is not your main title. That is not the main role that you play in your marriage. You are still husband, husband and, wife. and wife, and now mm. we start drifting because now, when we do speak, and I don't know that if this is the, the 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 circumstances, but when we do speak, then osmakia litrik, osmakia melk, osmakia, you know, this is what the house needs, this is what the children needs, but we don't have that communication where we can just speak to one another.
0: Yeah. And, we give the, we and give each other the support. give each other the
1: support. You know, we can speak to other people about everything and anything. But yes. when it comes to husband and wife, we don't know how to communicate with one another. Now we, we leave this for years because we're always concerned about the children, the children, and the children. So we l- live together because for the sake of the children, we live together because we don't want the children to, to, to go through a difficult time, they're writing exams, whatever the case may be. But we neglect one another. Mm. And this is where we come to it 19 years later, 20 years later, even five years later, where you look at one another and you ask the question, novice, Mm. who are you? I think she's saying that
0: that he he speaks to everyone at length, um, but has nothing to say to me.
1: That is exactly what we're saying, because Mm. there's something missing from it. We need to come together and we need to build a friendship. And that is something that married people don't realize they need to do. Build a friendship yes. You're not just two people That are living in the same house That, that sees to one another's needs When you are mm. You are friends you, That is that is what you need to build I on think
0: uh, Mola Daud Always says that You must have dates With your wife you And vice dates, versa yeah. And and no It's not a western concept It's something where It's your time it out with, with each other <laughs> And it is halal Sh- <laughs> Shukran Sheik um, uh, Next question Sheik um, hmm, Let's see if I can do this come visit My daughters in say For her I Okay, that is something
1: that is now separate to the talaq issue. We're busy on the topic of talaq, not on in-laws. You know, that is a, a, a hot topic on its own. That's why you have a spice mother-in-law that is <laughs> throwing to the food and as a by warm spice. You know, so that is something differently and needs to be looked at in another program, inshallah. But you know, that just quick, quick on that topic is that as in-laws, we, we, there, there comes a point when your assistance becomes interference mm. in a marriage, and you need to draw the line in wanting to guide your children further and wanting to interfere in their lives. We, you know, also, but yet we become those those mother in laws and father in laws that we yeah. that we didn't like. We also, say we hated it, we didn't like in our marriage. So, just that was just quick, quick on that point. In
0: Shikran for that, Sheikh. So, 47913, we're discussing the fik of divorce today with Sheikh Fadil Imanin, who's the Head of the MJC's Department of Social Welfare. Any questions that you may have You can send it to that number When we come back from the ad break We're going to go into the nitty gritties Of divorce, uh, Sheikh And look at what really constitutes A divorce within Islam We'll be back after this Welcome back to the program today We've, as usual, the time's running out 15 minutes left of the show 47913 discussing the fic of divorce today With Sheikh Fadil Imandin Who is the department uh, The head of the Department of Social welfare at the MJC Now, uh, just to to bring you to the attention That um, about a year or so ago We actually did have a program That lasted for about a year um, On the topic of divorce And they discussed various aspects And they've gone in depth Because they had the chance and opportunity to do So, that channel is still open on our podcast system. So, if you need any further clarity on any of the topics, you're welcome to go there and download the programs. It's vocfm.io.fm and click on the Divorce in Perspective channel. So, you'll be able to get the discussions in detail with various uh, sheikhs. So, all the questions coming in quick and fast today, Sheikh. But before we go there, let's just discuss what constitutes divorce within Islam.
1: Okay, inshallah. As we have mentioned That the last resort For any couple is divorce And it is not something That needs to be And can be uh, Just issued Left, right and center That is that is prevalent In our, in our community When Allah Ta'ala says That you know They are when somebody wants to go for divorce that if there is a fear of breach between the man and husband you know appoint two arbitrators for them one from his family and one from her family and obviously when we speak about this we need to understand that these arbitrators must be people who are well versed in the deen of Islam Mm -hmm. and well versed in in marital life themselves you don't go and find somebody that is divorced to arbitrate on the one and the other one who is not in a happy marriage to arbitrate on the other reason for this is that before divorce is you need to explain your situation. Tell them that this is the problem. Because sometimes in life we feel that what I'm going through is the is a major problem mm. and something that is not fixable. It is only when we speak to outsiders and we get an unbiased opinion. opinion. And that is important. You get an unbiased opinion on your, your marital situation and if there is going to be a breach of contract. To settle the dispute you speak to these two people. One who will speak on behalf of the of the wife and one will speak on behalf of the husband and they will come together and say, you know what, your problems are grave. It is, you know, it is big. So it would be better for the two of you as you are not benefit one another, it would be better for the two of you to then part. Or they will come together and say, you know, you need to wake up because what you have is, is you have gold in front of you. You need to appreciate one another. So this is this is going forward in divorce. It is not just a husband saying to the wife, I talak you. That is not that is the cowardly way to do talak. You know, today you find that is the easiest way. Mm-hmm. Husband and wife, don't they have an argument? So a talaq comes. Husband and wife have a disagreement? So a talaq comes. Husband and wife, this, that, and the other, and the talaq comes. Uh, not understanding the severity and the concept of talaq and wanting to cry afterwards, you know, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, I didn't mean. But talaq is not something that you play around with. Talaq is not something that you use. The, the older generation, generations before ours, they would not even word, they would not even say that word out. They would tell you munidai word for breaking. Not even if you're saying speaking it in a sentence, not even if you're speaking Mm -hmm. it, uh, you know, indirectly. They would not use the word of talaq because they understood the severity and the concept of the word of talaq. So those those are things that we need need to understand in our generation. Today we read about talaq and now we become a mufti in talaq. You know, in our marriage, we want to, we, we see that, oh, my husband is not doing this, my husband is doing that, so he must give me a talaq. My wife if she's not doing this, so you must. Talak is the only uh, way, that the, the solution. To every problem, there is a solution that mm-hmm. we need to understand. The word problem itself cannot exist without the word solution. So for every problem, there is a solution. And only the last solution to our problems inside our marriage should be when we issue a wife with a talak or a wife wants a talak from a husband. Because things are not going uh, well in our marriage. Mm. So these are all things that we need to think about. These are all need to, you know, what constitutes a talak. What uh, what constitutes a talak is when the husband says to his wife, I talak you, in those specific words, I talak you. Three words that breaks up a lifetime of sacrifices, that breaks up a lifetime of investments, that breaks up a lifetime of partnership, in in those three words that is what constitutes a talaq not i want to not i'm going to not i want i will not i i i will give you if this that i talaq you and those are the words that you do not want to use you mm-hmm. don't want to say to a husband or a wife the and uh, the talaq is the power is in the hands of the husband only A wife cannot talak a husband, but she has the grounds to go to to, to a a judge or a judiciary to apply for a fasakh. So only a husband can issue a talak. But we do understand that this is something that uh, should be used as a last resort if there is nothing that can be fixed between the husband and wife.
0: So, Sheikh, when you say, I talak you... We are now officially talaqed by the way (laughs) So I talaq you Does it have to be face to face Or can it be uh, via a letter Or via a cell phone for example
1: Look we would encourage people That after having sought advice And after having sought counselling and so on And there is no other reason The best way to do it is face to face The day we got married You know you weren't in You didn't get married via WhatsApp Or you didn't get married via SMS You know you got married and you were both there You came to an agreement That you know you're wanting to be married to one another, so the best way to do to to issue a talaq is face to face when the both the husband and the wife is present so you issue a talaq with the understanding that you know we 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 uh, we couldn't make it work as husband and wife so let's see how we work separately from one another a talaq that is written when the husband writes a talaq there must be an intention for the talaq in while he's writing the talaq his intent okay. is to 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 write a, to to issue his wife for the talaq and obviously the wife must be made aware of the talaq if she receives the sms or if she receives a whatsapp message on receiving the message she should acknowledge that the talaq was uh, had been issued, but obviously the talaq must be uh, confirmed by the husband when okay. it is done by via SMS. Because anybody, as your phone is laying around, I can pick up your phone and send your husband a message. You mm. would think it comes from you, but not. It didn't uh, okay. actually. Wow. But if it is confirmed that yes, I did send that WhatsApp or I did send that SMS, then that talaq would be valid at that time. In point on confirmation. Uh, of on confirmation of that he did write the talaq and that he there was intent for the talaq at the time of sending. Because sometimes you can send a message to your wife. Now with corrective text, I would hate it to see if you have an Arabic phone, so you are writing a word, so that the word talaq comes, comes up. up. So that could also be, an uh, you know, uh. say, but no, I did. My intention wasn't there to issue a talaq. It was because of this corrective text that that word came up. So in writing, it does. Uh, it is valid on confirmation that it was there was intention and that mm. it was and that uh, it did come from the husband. Obviously, that would be again, and I'm not afraid to say it. If a husband issues his wife with talak via WhatsApp or SMS, that or email, in fact, that is a cowardly way to do it. You got married face to face, so do the talak. Be a man that you are, or you say that you are, and issue the talak face to face. Uh, To your wife as well
0: Great Sheikh next question In terms of um, You know A husband divorcing the wife And saying um, I talak you And that person uh, That husband being angry While doing it Is the talak
1: still valid? Obviously the talak is valid In every way In any way That if the husband Issues his wife with a talak And he says to his wife You know in such a way that he's angry In fact there's a hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu That says there is three things Which whether undertaken seriously Or in jest are t- treated as serious So there are three things That Rasulullah Sallallahu is saying That if you say it whether you are making a joke Or whether you are serious or whether you are angry Or never mind what emotion you are in You find yourself in If you do these three things it will fall and it will be valid The first thing is marriage The second thing is divorce And the third thing is taking your wife back in divorce so what it would mean? Yeah, uh, many a times husband comes to you and says, you know, I issued my wife with the talak, but I was so angry when I issued the uh, with the talak. We ask the question, but who issues a wife with the talak when they are happy? Nobody does it. Mm. So you, you, even though you are angry, you need to control your anger mm. and not issue that words, even at the time of issuing the wife with the talak. Whilst you were angry, that is not an excuse, the talaq is still valid. The only time the talaq is not valid is when the husband is in extreme anger. So what is extreme anger? Extreme anger means that the husband is not conscious of what he is saying. After he issues the talaq, his wife tells him, you know, you just issued me with a talaq. And he says, you're talking nonsense, man, I will okay. never do something like that. But he said it, but because he was in such a state of anger, he couldn't he couldn't control himself in so a state that he said something, but does not realize what he had said. That is extreme anger. But if he's he's angry, he throws a glass against uh, the the wall and says to his wife, I talak you, but afterwards he goes to her, you know, I was angry, I didn't mean it. Unfortunately, Mm. that talak still stands.
0: Let's take an eye break now. When we come back, a a few questions, the Sheikh that's come through, Uh, some of them pertaining to divorce, I'll choose those ones, and then we can answer them in the last few parts of the the program, inshallah. Stay tuned. last few minutes left of the program as we discuss the first of a four week series of programs discussing the issue of divorce. You're welcome to send those SMS's to 47913. Unfortunately tomorrow's program won't be live, so whatever SMS's we don't get to today we'll uh, follow them up tomorrow inshallah. So 47913 is uh, who, uh, what you can uh, send those messages to. So Shekh Fideli is the head of the MJC's Department of Social Welfare and he's joining us in studio today. So Sheikh and then last Few minutes of the show Let's go through the SMS's That we've received It says Can a man divorce a wife If she slept with another man During the marriage
1: Obviously if a wife Had slept with another man During the marriage That would be zina and that is something that we are—we need to control ourselves. Allah Taala speaks about it in the Holy Quran: Zina, Do not go near to zina. Yeah, a question is being asked: Can a man issue a wife a talaq if she slept with? another man during their marriage obviously the man can do so because the, the wife had gone against the contract that was that was that they formulated as husband and wife to she is a protection for him and he is a protection for her that if you have any urges whether it, it is something that is brought about outside your marriage you go home and you relieve yourself with your halal spouse that you have taken an oath by that you will be you will be uh, True to one another Mm -hmm. This is something That a marriage Is built upon A marriage is built upon Trust When your husband Goes out to work When your wife Goes out to the shopping mall Wherever she's going You need to be able To trust that your wife Is going to honor you And protect you Wherever you may be In your absence And in your presence So if somebody Had issued a a, a Wife had slept around Obviously it would be Advisable for the husband To issue her With a talaq Even if it is vice versa This is something You go against The grain of the Deen of Islam And then there is Consequences that, that they are suffered when you go against the grain of any institution of any contract so this is grounds for a husband to issue his wife with the talaq
0: and obviously um, he shouldn't be doing this on year say that his wife slept with another oh,
1: this is something that you know we need, when we can touch on lightly when people speak about you know zina and they bring it into islam you know islam says you know you must stone somebody but this isn't as simple as just some, somebody telling you some you know you, i saw your wife at a hotel this is something that you must have witnesses for hmm. you know even in the time of rasulullah sallallahu wasallam a man came to rasulullah and says ya rasulullah i i committed zina and rasul turned away from him did not want to listen to him and the second time again he says, Ya Rasulullah, I committed zina. And Rasul turned away for him for the second time. The third time he said again, Ya Rasulullah, I committed zina. And uh, Rasulullah turned away. The fourth time when he said it, Rasulullah said to him, Now you have uh, now you have been a witness four times against yourself. For in Islam you must have witnesses and four okay. witnesses for zina. So this man, he was a witness against himself four times. And only after the fourth time he, he witnessed against himself that he had committed zina, Rasulullah acknowledged him. But Rasulallahi wasallam said to him, You know, it would have been better for you to, uh, to have made tawbah to Allah than to bring this out to the open. Yeah, I'm not saying you not Islam doesn't condone Zina, but Islam is saying, you know, there is principles and conditions to everything in life. We don't take anything on hearsay. there must be proof. But if there is mistrust like this in a marriage, then something needs to be done about it.
0: Sheikh, one minute <laughs> for the next question. It says, My husband and I are talaked. He has remarried but refuses to sign our civil divorce and also doesn't contribute anything to our daughter's upbringing.
1: Obviously, when my husband has issued his wife for the talak and he had now remarried somebody else, but still married civilly, that husband is encouraged to sign the divorce because obviously that divorce, the civil divorce, it, although it does not have any grounds in the Deen of Islam, but there are civil grounds that you know you might be holding attached to, and there is nothing that you need to keep unto. That that marriage does not subsist in the court of Allah. That marriage is not recognized in the court of Allah. And if it is financial implications or financial needs or greed that is holding. On to that then it is better to just sign off On the divorce uncontested inshallah And you go on with your life and Mm. allow your wife To go on with her life inshallah And
0: before we end off the the program from 1857 we're going to ask you please to Resend that question with clarity because we don't Understand what you mean by financial Infidelity Um, if you can Please uh, just elaborate a little bit for us And we'll take it up in our program tomorrow inshallah 47913 is the SMS line uh, you know you're welcome to Still send it through and uh, the Program tomorrow unfortunately being recorded but the SMSs we didn't get to through today Will definitely be incorporated In tomorrow's program, inshallah Sheikh Farid always a pleasure Having you in studio, Shukran so much Tomorrow discussing uh, The the conditions of talak Continuing uh, discussing, can the wife Be in the menses while being talak And then also um, Is the talak valid if it's once, twice Or three times, um, etc So you're welcome to uh, send it to 47913, any other questions you have Until we chat again from myself, Mishka, Sheikh Fadil Limandin, and also Faldi Fandalili. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.